Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Slamfire Radio, episode 271 for September 12th, 2018. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Lynn. No, you went through that like you're a racing addict. (laughs) And I'm one of your hosts, Adriel Michaud. I've had a lot of coffee. (laughs) No, really. Uh, I haven't had a lot of coffee. Some Pepsi? I don't know. Sugar? Caffeine. I haven't been doing sugar lately so this is i had pepsi actual real pepsi not diet pepsi so maybe that's that's what it is mm-hmm. um trevor well trevor's not here uh, again uh i think the beaver is uh really hurt him this time so uh yeah any other no you've got it it wasn't the beaver at all this week um one of his friends played a practical joke on him and uh, glued all of his doors and windows shut so he, he couldn't leave the house. And, uh, yeah, he needed sounds to. A, yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's working on ungluing his doors and windows right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I heard that, uh, you know, those mineral spirits. What are they? Spirits? Spirits? I don't know. What are they? To get rid of glue? Yeah. How do you yeah. get rid of glue? Oh, nail polish remover. He needs to go get some nail polish remover, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, I right. thought he already has a bunch, but yeah. Well, he did. I think he got mm-hmm. it. Didn't he buy a bunch of it, like a, a boatload of it, when he was shaving his legs and everything for us? Uh, Redoing probably. his nails? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not going to be here anyway, so. And we're doing this a little early, too, so. Well, late, but early. Really? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we didn't do it last week, right? No. No, and that Trevor was going to be here last week, but mm-hmm. he just actually, he rage quitted in the middle of the <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, it was not pretty. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. He's very calm and composed. He doesn't do that kind of stuff. Trevor, I have pictures. <laughs> I have a video. <laughs> Anyways, so when we did what we did in Guns This Week, uh, the, what we did in Guns This Week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center. It's Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, if you go down to Beretta Days uh, 2018, it's going to be this Saturday on the 15th. They're going to be supporting a great charity for a chance. And if you go, you get a chance to win a free Beretta A400 Extreme 12 gauge shotgun. The charity this year is the Alberta Conservation Association, the 4H Pheasant raise and release program oh i was kind of doing that on the weekend you could shoot a pheasant with the a400 <laughs> thank you children for raising these pheasants now i'm gonna go shoot them in the face it's like the circle of life and eat them yes yeah yeah like simba the kids, the kids raise the pheasants and then the adults shoot them in the face with the with the a400 <laughs> circle of life <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. The Disney movie. <laughs> do you think Disney will do a movie about pheasants getting shot in the face with well, a, raise the a pheasant, Beretta. and then yeah, then they shoot 
a pheasant in the face. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. So, Adriel, why don't you tell us what you did in guns this week because of the fact that you got a much longer what we did in guns this week than I do. Cool. All right. Um, let's see. This Saturday, I shot three gun, which was uh, fun. That was over at Chaz. I used that thumb drive Safari Land holster uh, for my Glock, and my Glock didn't jump out. Really? It stayed in the holster. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, the thumb drive was okay. It's not really super convenient, no. uh, but it didn't jump out. And it was, I, I actually really liked it. I really liked the security of it uh, mm-hmm. being there. And there was a couple of times where I had to like take off with the gun in my holster. And I was glad that it was really locked in there because um, I could go at max speed and not worry about like shaking and pistol going for a ride. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still having AR problems. So. Now I know that it's uh, not the lower. That's not the hammer. Uh, I And I got another clue this weekend. It would not lock back on some of the magazines. And short stroking. So, yeah. It's short stroking. It's not getting enough gas or it, the uh, gas keys off or something. And it's not going all the way back. I have a regular weight buffer on this thing. So now I have to decide and, and test. If it's the BCG, the bolt carrier group with the gas key, maybe there's a leak in there. Um, or if it's the gas tube or if it's the gas block. So uh, a little bit of a pain in the butt. Or maybe the barrel hole isn't drilled correctly. Like, there's so many weird things that I have to troubleshoot now. Um, anyway, so I had that uh, issue uh, holding me back a little bit. Um, every once in a while, I'd have to rack the bolt and, and throw a perfectly good round out the side and just to get the hammer to, uh, uh, be prepped. Um, we went pretty late. <laughs> I think I got home at 10 o'clock. Oh. Uh, yeah. So it was, uh, it was a late one. It was, uh, it was a little bit late. We're still, um, messing around with our stage designs and that kind of thing. And I think our, our stages were, uh, were a little bit long. Uh, okay. we could have balanced our squads a little bit better. Um, how many yeah, people did you have? 50 or 60, something like that. Okay. So how many yeah. squads? Six squads. Okay. So it's six, five, five squads. Yeah. And there's about 10 in each. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how much light did you have when you, by the time you finished? Oh, we were like, well, we finished up when the range closed. So that was okay. our last shot was like, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Let's pack up and go. Okay. Yeah, but it was uh, it was it was a good match. Uh, I got first in tech ops, which is uh, the division I'm in. Thanks. Um, some of the other guys, some of our guys in limited are running away with it th- uh, this year. They're uh, they're really kicking butt. I think I might go limited next year, uh, just so I can compete with those guys um, because that's where the competition's at at our club is in limited and in open. Um, okay, so you're you're going to be challenging yourself then. Yeah, I want to shoot with the guys that are that are uh, shooting better. And uh, limited comes with its own advantages and disadvantages. Um, it's better for close range. Like if you're at 20 meters shooting at a paper target, a red dot's faster to look at than yeah. uh, than through a scope. Scope. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like we'd have to shoot really far and a lot for that part to really be enhanced in terms of like uh, uh, the advantage of having a scope. So I think a red dot is just maybe a better way to go for the amount of uh, uh, shooting in close that we do with our ARs. Uh, or, so I might I might troubleshoot my AR, or I might not. <laughs> I might run. 
Yeah, you got something in the mail on the. Yeah. Yes, was it yesterday or day before? Day before, uh, wasn't it? Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got something yeah. cool in the mail. I got this uh, WK180C. Uh, so um, I've got an in-depth unboxing and whatnot for uh, for our patrons. That's on the uh, the patron feed. Um, since then, I have popped on a scope. It looks different. Looks a little bit different. Uh, yeah. This scope is not on here permanently. This is just a just a test accuracy with a couple of different loads. This is my Cytron six to twenty four by fifty, and okay. I've got a standard Magpul. Uh, I think this is a CTR. Uh, buttstock on here um and most importantly i got a better trigger in here so this is my uh my two stage and uh it's very nice so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna burn around a live off on air here but uh there's the uh the bolt forward no round in so it's got a little bit of take up because it's a two stage and a four and a a four and a half pound uh trigger pull right which was compared to the 10 10 yeah. on the, like now keep in mind that's without any wear i would expect yeah. that that trigger to wear in after uh, after shooting it quite a bit um and this rifle's a thousand dollars so i don't expect it to come with a match trigger i don't even care what kind of they could have come with no trigger and i wouldn't have cared i would have thrown in an aftermarket trigger with it um really for, you cared no trigger at all correct <laughs> yeah I've actually I've got the trigger that it came with and it's gonna it will do nothing. Um, I have no need for it. Um, aftermarket triggers for the AR are, are readily available. They're at a, a variety of price ranges, and I would much rather uh, use what I'm comfortable with, which in this case is something much nicer, something real good. Yep. So, um, okay. I'm glad they went with just something off the shelf because I wasn't going to use it anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, still haven't got out to shoot that thing, but. Oh, you didn't get to shoot it. I thought you were going to. Well, okay. So I've, I've been busy all, all, uh, every week night this week and I will be busy. And then this weekend I'm torn between going hunting for the weekend or going to the range, troubleshooting my AR and then shooting this thing a bunch. Uh, if, uh, if I go hunting, uh, Cabela's sent me like a bunch of game cams and, uh, uh, a tree stand so i can i can set that all up and, and maybe do some hunting with my bow uh so that would be nice uh but if i go to the shooting range i could shoot this stuff hmm. decisions yeah. decisions what about going to the shooting range one day and going to go hunting the other <clears throat> but if i go hunting i want to like just do it both days <laughs> yeah all right yeah uh, so I still don't know what I'm going to do. I'll, uh, I'll decide, uh, we're closer to game time. I'm a little bit spontaneous. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed this about me, Kelly, no, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that before. Eh, yeah, well, if I get a hotel, it'll work out. No worries. Yeah. yeah. It'll work out. Don't worry. Yeah, just catch a ride with some strangers that I've never met before, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. worked out. Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I did was I ordered a Safari Land GLS because Wes told me to, and uh, <laughs> whatever Wes tells you, you should do. You do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my buddy actually wanted one as well, so I was like, ah, I'm kind of curious. I I looked up some videos like comparing the thumb drive to the G- to the grip uh, safety one, and the videos yeah. were like so so. I think I can do better, so. I'm going to attempt that. <laughs> I'm going to Excellent. do some videos comparing those uh, those holsters. Okay. Uh, let's see. I've produced. I don't know if I mentioned this before. I produced a, a couple of videos uh, showing how to clean like some milsurp rifles. Uh, rifles. 
uh-huh. uh, kind of like the the feel I was going for was like Bob Ross cleans his guns. <laughs> okay, do you have the afro? <laughs> no, I don't have the afro. I used to, but not anymore. <laughs> happy. No. Uh, happy this little. happy little pipe cleaner cleaning out this little uh, crevice. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of the theme I'm going for. They're really long. They're like half an hour. They're meant for like someone to turn on as they're cleaning their gun. And I'm so slow and deliberate with it that you should be able to clean your gun at the same time. Right. So you you shouldn't. uh, uh, One of one of the things I noticed, I was um, installing a trigger kit in in a gun and I was following the manufacturer's video as I was doing it. And I kept ha- like my hands were oily and I kept having to pause the video and get my damn oily hands all over the keyboard and mouse. And I don't want to like cross contaminate that stuff and go use my keyboard later and find out that my hands are oily. So the idea here is you start the video, you start cleaning your guns and you just let it roll and it should be slow enough that you can just follow along. Or go to the bathroom, have a sandwich, come back. <laughs> Lots of time, lots of time in between. <laughs> yeah, as I talked about, happy little pipe cleaners. Uh, and then tomorrow night, the uh, CCFR town hall is in uh, is in town, and uh, yeah. that's between the CCFR and I and uh, my gun club Chaz is uh, is helping to put that together. So I'm doubly duty. <laughs> yeah, have to, I have to go to it <laughs> to Who's... both represent Chaz and to represent uh, right. the CCFR. And that's basically why we're actually recording early tonight. Yes, because I should probably go to this thing tomorrow. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. Greg. Who's the MP again? Months. Uh, Months. I, I saw that I had to go, and I just assumed that it's time to go out. Um, I'm working with Corey, who's uh, one of the members of the or field officers of CCFR. And, uh, yeah, I'll set up there a little bit early and, uh, I don't know, meet some people. Should be a good time. Excellent. Yep. Uh, that's it for me. What about you, Kelly? Uh, what did I do? I did a few things. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been on. So I did, uh, went to the range, went to the range with Kelly Kincaid and her husband, Kyle and Kevin and I actually went as well. We were shooting and then we had a friend of ours, uh, Krista, Krista Brown, who I think that uh, actually Trevor knows cause I think he did her black badge course. Uh, she came and joined us as well. We were doing some, um, uh, precision rifle shooting and we were also doing some movement shooting as well with uh, with our pistols so we were shooting off barricades we were shooting off of uh, a rooftop a simulated rooftop as well and it was lots of fun I really really enjoyed my CZ shooting that I was able to actually get mostly alphas with what I was uh, trying to shoot so it was pretty good it's an accurate little gun so I like it. Uh, Krista wanted to actually try out my Glock and also my CZ because she's to, trying to decide. Right now she has a MMP 9mm and also the 22. She wants to retake her Black Badge course because it expired. So she's looking to join a club here and also actually take the Black Badge course. So she was looking at some other guns to, uh, that she wanted to buy as well. So she she tried out my Glock and then she tried out my CZ and then she decided she wanted to buy both of them. So anyways, so she... <laughs> It's a good way for, you know, people to figure out what they want with guns. Oh, she's not just getting this. She should just like take the money from both and get a CZ Shadow 2. Yeah. Well, well, she kind of likes, I don't know. 
she said she liked originally she wanted to actually just try the the glock and i said okay we'll try the glock and i said why don't you try the cz as well i said um it's going to be it's heavier so she wasn't too sure about that um because of the fact that she's a little bit more petite and i said no it'll actually help keep you on uh on target a little bit more within yeah. manage yeah. the recoil and the trigger is a lot nicer than the glock trigger so uh, she tried the Glock first. She liked it. And then she tried the CZ and she goes, Ooh, like, yeah, you know, with uh, respect to the trigger, she said she really, really liked it. And so now mm-hmm. she actually wants both of them. So I said, okay. Uh, so yeah, it was great to meet up with her. She, I'm going to go out shooting with her. And uh, what we originally were trying to do was actually have a, a girl's day out at the range. But uh, we also invited our, our husbands and our respective uh, boyfriends out as well. So just to we tag along. I know we got to shoot, uh, we got to shoot the barricades and that. So Kevin brought those along. So they were, really did you leave them in the car? The barricades? No, the, the boyfriends and husbands. No, they got out. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and it was really, really cool because of the fact that, uh, Kevin's been doing some barricades cause he wants to, he's been practicing and he's been posting it onto the, uh, Canadian precision Fire um, series, Facebook page. He's been putting the plans on that and on that page so that people can actually copy them and make their own barricades. Uh, so he uh, took them to the range and uh, the the roof one, especially that was a lot of fun. Um, I was watching, like I got to shoot after everybody. So I was watching to see what they did um, to see if, uh, if, you know, there was a couple of people that, basically tried to game it from the point of view that they would leave one foot on the ground uh, and just put one leg up onto the roof. And then um, that actually didn't work as well. Yeah. If you got in t- onto the roof and you brought up both your legs and actually s- s- laid down um, uh, sideways, it was more stable. What I found was that you were more stable and you were more accurate. So I was able to get all my shots off in the time. And we, we did time stages. So we were able to get, I was able to get my shots off on time. We were able to hit all five on what I was trying to hit. So it was good. It was fun. And then, then we, uh, uh, the thing that I did notice was actually, so I was shooting with my CZ, but I don't have any, uh, CZ make holders. So, um, my mags were in my Glock uh, holders, uh, mag holders, and I tightened it as tight as I could get it, but uh, they were still wiggling and jiggling around. So um, I was able to speak with Ryan McLean about making me some. Um, Ryan McLean's the, uh, or sorry, Ryan McLeod. Ryan McLeod, he was uh, at the Steel Challenge in Beeford. Mm. He was one of the sponsors, so I was able to actually, and he's also one of our sponsors too. I was able to talk with him and asked him uh, if he could make me some make holders for my CZ. He says, of course I can. So that's what he's going to do for me. Anyways, uh, what else have I been doing? Uh, the Meaford Long Range Steel Challenge was last weekend, so the, and I went up on I went up on Friday night after work. So I got there at about uh, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock. And I was staying on the base. Uh, everybody that was, uh, I was an RO for one of the stages. The stage that I did was with, it was the tiebreaker um, stage. It was the um, uh, the Kadex stage. So it's a precision uh, rimfire, or sorry, it's a pre- precision long range steel challenge. Uh, Ryan McLean is the one that actually puts this on. 
really super guy. This was a super organized event. There were shooters that have that they, they were they're the best in Ontario, best in Canada. We had people coming from BC. Uh, we had people coming up from uh, Texas, Ohio. It was just it was it was really really well done, and also all of the different uh, barricades, the different challenges that they had. They were super. They were really cool, and they had. Um, some really good ROs as well. I realized that our shooting community is really, really small, though, because of the fact that about half the people that attended the event I knew. So there was um, all kinds of different people that uh, just have been out to Maple Seeds that are um, Barney, uh, technical teacher Barney was there. He was an RO for a stage. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Stacy was there. He actually came in on Saturday morning, I think want to say maybe it was um maybe it was friday night but anyways he had just finished uh his five time repeat of uh service rifle um the nscc um winning the nscc uh, service rifle competition and he actually came in and he also participated in the event as well so it was great to talk to him i met some really really cool people there's a new um a uh, new rifle Canadian rifle manufacturer, uh, Hulu. Is that uh, Hulu? No, sorry, it's Huli. Um, mm-hmm. Met met the guy that actually owns that company. It's only been around for six months, but they are amazing rifles. He actually donated one for the um, prize table. It's like a eight thousand dollar rifle. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Anyways, there was lots and lots of of uh, rifles, lots of different things that people could win as well. Even the ROs, um, they were able to uh, get some really good prizes, win rifles and that too. I didn't win anything. I got a couple of really cool hats like this one here. But, um, uh, yeah, I just had a really, really good time. I uh, used practice score for the first time with scoring. So that was interesting. I had some – we had some – interesting things happen with that. I, I wanted to ask you, Adriel, about that. Have you ever found that you're, so you'd put your score in and at the end of it, you'd save it and then you'd go back and you'd go back and look after everybody was completed. And then a couple of them didn't save. Nope. No. Nope. Once yeah. you approve and save, they're in the tablet. Did you, did you guys go with traveling tablets or did the tablets stay? Uh, what do you mean by traveling or stay? So um, there's two ways of doing it. One way is the tablet stays with your squad. You move between stages and you bring your tablet with you. Yeah. Um, they stay at they stayed at the uh, at at each of the different. Um, uh, hmm. So it was I I had the tablet and so the, whenever the squad was, I'd just actually ask them, uh, okay, what's your name? And I'd go through it and look for their for their name, right, for that specific stage, and then I just uh, score them. So we had a couple of issues. One of the issues was that not all of the, um, not all of them synced. I, when I asked, um, when I asked Ryan about it, he said um, they didn't really, they weren't syncing that well. I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so a couple of the scores, and I know that actually, I went in, I pulled up the guy's name, I confirmed it, put his score in, uh, and I hit uh, save and. Yeah, it didn't save. So a couple of them had to be re-put in again. Um, Did you guys have paper backup? Yeah, we we had paper backup as well, just okay. because of the fact that, you know, it's a pretty big event. 
Um, yeah. Well, when you're when you're new to practice score, I would say that um, paper backups probably a good idea. Uh-huh. Um, we're at a point now with our with our Chaz three gun where it's not really necessary. Um, yeah. We're we're we've got it. Um, yeah, we don't we don't really need the uh, the paper on the on the backup. Instead, what we've been doing is at the end of each stage, you crack open the tablet, you take a picture uh, with your phone because that backs it up on a different device right. of all this all everyone's scores. Uh-huh. Uh, were your squads set up correctly? Where like could you go to your squad and everyone that was supposed to be there was there? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, except for. Yeah, so there was a few people that didn't actually end up uh, showing up, or mm. they dropped out at the beginning of the match. We had a couple of people who had uh, equipment issues. So, yeah. other than that, yeah, so they would they would show up. I had actually also one other thing that happened. I was putting in the score for somebody, and uh, it had already been inputted. And I know that what I mean, like his name. All right, so I'd go in and I'd choose the shooter, right, and then I inputted his scores and I confirmed it with him and then saved it. And then um, I pulled up another shooter and it was the guy, it was like his score was already there. Like I'm going, okay, how'd that happen? Because of the fact that anyways, it's just a someone, little... someone might've put it, put in the score for the wrong stage. Right. So what I did was actually, so we just actually uh, got him to shoot it and put it in the right score. And then, the I had the paper score for the other guy and we just put it in there. So mm. there's a few things. Like I haven't used practice score before, so every time there was any issues, there was a couple of issues. Like for example, uh, the stage itself didn't have enough um, uh, targets, and it was just a inputting error, data error by uh, when they originally set it up. So mm-hmm. anytime there was anything like that, I'd, I'd call um, uh, I'd call them over and just say ah, uh, we have an issue, and I and I don't want to screw it up, right? So I don't want to screw it up for anybody. So. Anytime like that happened, I anything like that happened, I just actually called them over and they fixed it. So I'm going to actually have to learn more about using practice score because to feel comfortable with it so that I can actually make any changes or, well, actually, maybe I shouldn't be making changes, but just so that I can understand what might have yeah. happened, right? Yeah, there, it's like once you've, it, it, there is a learning curve to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you've got over that initial hump of, uh, of, of just like some best practices, um, making all your changes on the master first in the morning and then syncing that to all the other ones and then everyone's ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, um, even if you were to put in all the scores for the wrong people on the wrong stage, you can like move them around uh, fairly easily. It's like, has some, some really good options like that in there, but, um, yeah, yep. it is. It is a learning. Uh, I mean, even the paper scoring is a learning curve. It, yep. you, you you give a new guy the like a paper scoring sheet, and uh, guaranteed they're gonna they're gonna put the wrong scores on the wrong stage eventually. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was actually really really well done. Like it was a really super organized. Um, uh, had enough ROs. Uh, they were uh, they were pairing experienced arrows with not so experienced. It was interesting to see though the competitors because we had people who were um, fairly new to it, and then we had people who uh, they you could tell. Um, so you had somebody who a time stage, for example, that took uh, a minute and thirty 
30 seconds a lot of people would time out on it and then you had these guys that actually shoot uh are super competitive and you know that were coming up from the u.s and they were doing the exact same stage and they were doing it within 30 seconds so it's just like and it was just magical to watch these guys it was pretty awesome so anyways and then uh um yeah, like I got to I got to meet some of our vendors and that that uh, support you know Project Maple Seed, and it was really really good to see them as well. And they were shooting, so um, I just had a really really good time. So I think next year I'll do it. And uh, it was really cute too because um, uh, I was helping out afterwards. You, like every day you go a little early and you help set up, and then uh, afterwards as well each day you tear down the stages and you set up. For the next day so we were there we were there probably on saturday until about i don't know um seven or almost eight o'clock um so and the same thing when we were tearing down on sunday and i i was asked by one of the guys who was an rso he said did you did you have fun rsoing and i said yeah it was really good i said maybe next year i'll shoot it and he goes he looked at me he goes you shoot and i said yeah sometimes <laughs> he goes no really you shoot and i said yeah sometimes and i said not that much though <laughs> So I really have to get back to doing some shooting. So anyways, but yeah, eh, that's what I did. I uh, I, got, I went and spent my weekend in Meaford and I had a really, really, really good time. And there's some really amazing shooting uh, that took place. And there's some actual amazing rifles that I got to see. So it was, fun. It was lots of fun. Very cool. Yeah. So why don't we talk about upcoming events? So uh, right now, uh, CRPS, the uh, season finale is September 22nd and 23rd. It's going to be in Petawawa and you can register on practice score, speaking of practice score. Uh, and if you actually visit their website, their website or also on their Facebook page, it's uh, it's there as well. So it'll link yep. to you right I just now. checked on practice score and there's uh, there's still a bunch of spots available. Yep. And also three gun uh, events. Uh, why don't you talk about that? I know that you have visit three gun.ca, but uh, anything else going on around you? Uh, there, no, no real majors left for the year. Um, the normal ones for, for majors would be, no, wait, there is one medicine hat this weekend. Okay, yeah. Medicine, uh, medicine hat has, uh, has a big two day this weekend. Um but other than that, I think that's all the big ones for out west here. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's getting late in the season. Uh, I believe they're going to do a, another outlaw shoot at Rock Cut on the 29th. Um, but other than that, yeah, there's still a smattering of them going on. Lots in Alberta, lots uh, in Saskatchewan and BC as well. So, uh, yeah, just check out 3gun.ca. Okay. And Mapleseed, MapleseedRifleman.com. Uh, we do have some events that are going to be coming up. We just uh, were talking about that. But uh, keep an eye out for that. If you actually want first dibs at uh, registering for these events, go to the MapleseedRifleman.com page and register your email address. And we will send you an email if there's anything that's coming up. And what else? Uh, SummerSlam. Uh Trevor announced that SummerSlam has been already announced for next year, and it's pretty much they've already had over 150, I think, people register so far for it, right? Didn't he say that? 13 spots left. Okay, well, only 13 spots left. All right. Uh, if you do want to actually participate in that, then you need to actually go to um, uh, the, well, go to the uh, is it Rustic Gun Club page? I think so. 
Yeah. Talk to Trevor. Yeah, talk to Trevor. Send him a message. Anyways, go to the rest of uh, gun club page, and you can. That's actually how you register as well. You send them an EMT, and then you send them an email too. All right. News, news. Why don't we talk about this uh, local contest? Shall we make yeah. an announcement? We had one of those. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay! It finished Big. on August thirty first, but we didn't make the announcement because we haven't had a show yet. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So, we have a winner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did we know? Did we let him know already, or I don't know? <laughs> Let's let him know now. <laughs> okay. His name is Jason. Jason Barlow. So, congratulations, Jason. You are the winner of our logo contest. We'll be using one of your logos. We're actually going to contact you soon as well. Um, you'll be getting also a prize package. I think there's a gift certificate in there for the Calgary Shooting Center as well as swag. So, stickers, post or stickers. Um, a patch, also a t-shirt, and also a mug. Just a bunch of random stuff. Yeah, we're going to be sending you some uh, guys old sticky socks. <laughs> no. Some old nickels, some pennies, yeah. just random stickers that have just been hanging around for no reason. Yeah, no, we're going to send you the, all the slant fire stuff. So. Maybe a trigger? Maybe an AR trigger? Oh, we can throw that in, so that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 10 pounds. Anyways, no. But congratulations, Jason. Everybody else who actually contributed, thank you for submitting the uh, your logos as well. We wanted to say thank you for that. Um, but um, we look forward to actually putting out some new product and um, letting you guys see the new logo as well. We'll be doing that soon. So, yeah. New gun stuff. Narsilva, it's bringing in some new Narenko. You put this in here. It's ammo. Yeah, they've got a whole bunch of new production uh, Narenko coming in. Some 7.62, uh, all the 7.62 by 39, by 54R, and by 25TT. So uh, lots of uh, lots of new production coming in. Uh, it's good to see because that stuff is normally pretty inexpensive and non-corrosive, and the guns that shoot them are n- inexpensive, and uh, non-corrosive makes them easier to clean. All right, so we also have some surplus FN Browning's high powers that you put in here as well, and that's a really good price, six hundred and ninety-nine bucks for them. Yeah, Magdump is bringing in a, a pile of those, so they're just surplus uh, high powers, but uh, six ninety-nine. Yep. All right. Uh, the next piece on the list is SNJ is doing another run of aluminum LAR Mag extension, $38 each. And there's also volume discounts available as well. Yeah. So, so the guys, uh, some of the guys who run uh, three gun and that kind of thing prefer to run these uh, LAR 10 round mags. Uh, okay. The problem is you put them into a mag pouch. Too short. <laughs> like there's nothing coming out. <laughs> So you yep. can get the plastic printed uh, extensions, uh, which are plastic and don't have a lot of weight to them, and they can crack and that kind of thing. Or you can get the, these are aluminum ones, which shouldn't suffer from the cracking. Should have a, actually have a little bit more weight to help the magazine drop free as well. Okay. Uh, Maple Ridge Armories is also releasing their uh, their five one. Our V1 lightweight M-Lock uh, handguards. Uh, pre-order for the end of September delivery. So I had a look at these. These look pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, they are some pretty, uh, pretty good uh, handguards, and uh, made in Canada. So that's neat. Yep. They're awfully lightweight too. So mm-hmm. yeah, not going to add any extra weight. So that's good. Um, so September update on the RWA 108. 
180. 180. So they uh, they provided an update. I can check it out on CGN. Um, they're, uh, uh, they had some holdups with regards to um, being a manufacturer kind of a thing. So uh, that's still in progress and they're still working on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they should have a, they should, I, th- I think they were looking at getting the uh, Nodax Spud lowers sold by someone else and then they would add in all the other things as like a kit. Okay. I did have a look at the video though. So. Oh, did you? Oh. Did. Okay. D- d- am I am I on? Am I off? Did <laughs> <laughs> you have a look at the video? No. <laughs> oh. I, I looked at yeah. the. I hate watching videos. I want to like read as much as possible when it's like really? something quick. Yeah, I, pr- I much prefer uh, the speed of like skimming an article or something like oh, that. I miss things. Anyways, yeah. So basically, that's yeah. You pretty much hit it on nail. On, the nail on the head. They were also talking about iron guns as well, mm. and they're not going to be using uh, iron guns, I guess. So, anyways, all right. The next one. Why don't you take that one? It's the True North Arms. Yeah, True North Arms has the DPMS Panther ARs for five ninety nine. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's less than you'll get a, a Narinco uh, oh. CQA for these days. And really? uh, yeah, it's an AR fifteen for five ninety nine. I just clicked on it. Why did I click on it? And it comes up as six. Oh, yeah. they were on sale last week. And no, now they're, they're not. $6.29. No, they're six twenty nine. It's false mm. advertising. Mm. It's gone up in the week since I probably <laughs> added. I probably put this in uh, last week, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was, went up thirty bucks. All right. Mm-hmm. Freedom Ventures also got in their shipment of uh, of uh, BUL. Bull. Yeah, BUL. Bull pistols. Bull I don't pistols. Know. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, the which ones did you want to talk about? Anything? Like, yeah, they're 1911 and 2011 pistols. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They got in. Yeah. Shipment. That's it. Yeah. All right. Um, this, uh, this last one here, uh, Canada Ammo got in their Dominion Arms Kodiak uh, Shorty and Super Shorty MagFed yeah. shotguns. So these are uh, these are their shotguns, basically like. <laughs> Like the end of the barrel is right where the end of the forend is. Uh, they've got them in the white and uh, black as well. Um, and they're all magfed. So they're all using the very common Turkish magazines that you can get. So yep. uh, pretty neat. Pretty interesting looking. Yep. Have you shot one? That one of those? Not yeah. one like that. No. No. I was but, wondering what the recoil would be like not bad like you get a bit of a like a, a bit of heat out the end because it's still burning some powder but uh recoil's not bad okay they're fun uh there is the the slight risk of uh pulling forward on the pump and having your hand go in front of the barrel and pulling the trigger yeah don't, that's do, don't do that <laughs> but uh yeah okay yeah all right uh, we do not have a main topic tonight. We just wanted to get a show and say hello to everybody because we haven't for the past couple of weeks. So, mm-hmm. hi, everybody. All right. Do we have anybody that's watching on YouTube? Oh, yeah, you bet. We've got uh, seven seven viewers right now. And I can see Trevor was commenting. Paper oh, Racer was commenting. Yeah. Bear Smith was asking some questions. Okay. Any questions that we want to cover right now? No, I've I've actually been hitting them as we're going along. Uh, just the one one update on SummerSlam is that the registration is on practice score, and oh, okay. uh, yeah, thirteen spots left. So register soon because it's going to be sold out real quick. Uh, so that's how you knew that there was thirteen. 
magically it just came to me through <laughs> someone else telling me. <laughs> There's no tea lag. All right. Then yeah. if he's commenting on the, and he's watching the live feed, why isn't you on? Yeah, you could just plug a headset into his phone, I guess, hey? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> hi, Trevor. We miss you. All right. So why don't we go on to listener feedback? Listener feedback is sponsored by Highlander Tactical. Why don't you go to the highlandertactical.com site and check out all the great supplies of both inside and outside the waistband holsters today. Use the promo code SLAMFIRE and check out the uh, check it out and save 10% on your order. I was talking to Ryan. He said, use the promo code. So go out and use mm. SLAMFIRE. Okay. And then you'll get 10% off your orders as well. He's a super guy, you know that? He's been sponsoring a lot of events, and he's been attending. He's probably one of the busiest guys in in uh, in manufacturing right now, or also supporting our community as well. I know that every time he goes to an event, everybody's going, why are you here? You're supposed to be making my holster. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, but he is super supportive of everything, so I just wanted to say thank you personally to him as well. Anyways, okay. So there is a couple of really long emails. Do you want to do rock, paper, scissors for which one do we get? <laughs> uh, is this first one longer? I'll take the first one. Okay. All right. Hey, guys. It sounds like you were all keeping busy. It's been a while now since I sent an email, but I just wanted to say, curse you. Somehow, without Trevor even being involved, you literally forced me to buy a Shadow 2 when it was on sale at my local gun shop. Okay, maybe forced is a little too strong a word. My first handgun purchase was a CZ SP-01 Tactical. I purchased it here in Georgia. See, I said CZ because he's an American. I'm trying to, like, do the voice. Uh, (laughs) uh, I purchased it here in Georgia once I realized I didn't have to deal with the crazy gun laws in Massachusetts anymore. Uh, That was uh, 2010. And last year, I sent it to Cajun Gun Works for a threaded barrel. Cerakote, adjustable sights, and the most amazing trigger work you've ever felt. Believe it or not, it's smoother than the Shadow 2, even though it still has the safety plunger. Those guys are probably the best CZ gunsmiths out there today. That being said, I treat that gun like a baby, so the Shadow 2 can take on some more interesting roles like competition, if I ever actually get some time to do that. For now, it's just a new toy like the pistol in the picture with it. Uh, That's one of the new Desert Eagle lightweight versions in 44 Magnum, the correct caliber for these guns. The 50 round is stupidly expensive for no reason, and the 357 is way too mild for what's essentially a pistol-sized AR. The 44 Magnum gives you a nice fireball, a satisfying thud that can be heard a mile away, and is still comfortable to shoot and reasonably accurate. These lightweight guns were specifically uh, were designed specifically by Magnum Research to thumb their nose at the New York State Safe Act gun c- control law. That bill defined an assault pistol as any pistol that weighs more than 50 ounces unloaded. This model comes in at 49.6 ounces. Take that, New York. That's about all I have time for today, but keep up the good work and good luck with what look to be some pretty big fights coming up. You are where the U.S. would be if uh, a certain ex-first lady had made it into the office. Hopefully you can ride it out without too much damage. Best wishes, Spencer in Smyrna. I did not know that New York State had such a thing as an assault 
pistol law that is so weird and stupid. (laughs) I mean, that just goes to show that some some of the some of the common sense gun control turns into not common sense, not making any sense at all. Gun control uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, and then you get real weird-looking ARs, real spacey, <laughs> weird ones. I've got a buddy of mine who's uh, down in California, and he's shooting three-gun down there, and uh, his his rifle looks a bit a bit funny, odd. <laughs> yeah. Can you send yeah. us a picture? Tell him to send yeah. us a picture. I want to have a look at it. Yeah, I should. Yeah, a competition okay. AR in California. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really do actually need to see it now. You know that, right? All right. I'll send you a video. Okay. All right. Why don't we go on to another uh, listener feedback? This one is from Mike O. Hello, Slamfire crew. Just a note to thank you guys and girl for your hard work to bring Canadian perspective to the podcast media. Uh, But your crew are certainly rascals, and it's rascals in quotation marks. Uh, See the boat uh, scene from the movie Tommy Boy. Ladies first, Kelly. Thank you for bringing Project Maple Seed to uh, Canada and an innovative, innovative and educational program for new and seasoned shooters alike. A true lady. Your humorous laughter and tolerance of your co-hosts would drive anyone to drink. Rascal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Adriel, excellent, uh, honest uh, product reviews. Great addition to the Slamfire crew. A good mix of humor and information. Love the YouTube video with you in the background. Uh, crack, cracking a beer while Trevor rambles rambles a true Canadian. And then he says, Rascal. Matthew, hold the caffeine. Two bad bump stocks are illegal in Canada. I would like to see what Matthew could do with one of one on his par. Rascal. <laughs> he likes his word rascal. <laughs> Great vids. Uh, congrats on the new family, a new family edition. <clears throat> Brian, please take up smoking or tequila. Toughen up the voice, man. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Rascal <laughs> would like to hear more input on uh, PR shooting. It seems to be coming more and more popular. And Trevor. Uh, and then it says Trev T. Where to start? Uh, can you even spell OCD? A wise guy. I'll complete with professor's hat and pointer stick. Able to profess your knowledge when it is correct or questionable. Still thoroughly enjoy your insights and commentary on a wonderful show. Oh, yeah. Rascal. (laughs) We're all rascals, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) A bit about myself. Uh, Informal shooting mostly for 20-something years. Try to do local outlaw three guns or IDPA style shooting at least one or two times a month. Times is precarious. Time is precious. Uh, drive for a living and download podcasts and enjoy them on the road. I guess I'm a bit of a rascal myself. Keep up the good work. Patreon, Mike O. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, rascal. <laughs> yeah, rascal. <laughs> he is a rascal. I don't know. Are we all like we're the little rascals, I guess? I'm Darla. I'm Darla. <laughs> you want to be Alfalfa? I can <laughs> say don't... I've never watched this show. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, nobody has the hair to be alfalfa. I... You have to have a piece of hair that sticks up. Anyways. Mm. Yeah, it'll be hard for me to do. <laughs> Trevor, you're spanky. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, I kill me. That's just showing my age. All right. 
if you would like to email the show, you can and call send, us rascals and call us rascals. You can email us at slamfireradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you're going to call us rascals. So anyways, do you want to read the iTunes review? You bet I do. Okay. Uh, this one's from dwell timer. Ooh, AR guy, five stars title, the best review. It's the only podcast you need for Canadian shooting sports. Trevor sucks. <laughs> well put, well put. Uh, seriously, though, if you're in, uh, involved or interested in Three Gun, Maple Seed, Ipsic, or whatever, this is the place. Oh, that's awesome. It's almost like uh, we're the number one Canadian podcast. We are. We have the metrics to prove it, too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Our, yeah we do have numbers. We have lots of numbers. I have one. Here's two. Anyways. Potato. Uh, potato. Can't cut it past potato. I was kind of wondering that. Like, seriously. Okay, here's a little squirrel moment, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, Ryan Stacy, right? He shot the uh, NSCC, right? And he is five-time winner, right? So, he's sitting there, and he's getting carried out in the chair, right? So, he's sitting there, and he's got his rifle in one hand. He's, you know, holding up five fingers in the other. What happened next year when he wins again? Seriously. Six. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. How's he? Because he's got to hold his rifle. Hmm. I'm sure Six. he'll figure it out. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering. Going to take off his shoes, start um, zipping things. I don't know. Anyways. It's <laughs> a squirrel moment. I just wanted to know. Anyways, we'll have to have him on and ask him. All right. Ready for shout outs? <laughs> Ask him what? <laughs> oh boy, don't answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> hey Ryan. He's a very nice guy, right? Like I yeah. love I love talking to him and seeing him every time. Uh he's probably okay, seriously. <sighs> so when I was ROing the stages on the Saturday it wasn't that bad. So I'm talking about um the Meaford um still challenge anyways on saturday it wasn't that bad it was a little windy uh, but it was sunny and it was about 17 or 18 degrees so it was actually quite nice like we've had 20 28 30 degree weather 40 degree weather uh, this whole entire week and then the weekend comes and it's like 17 18 degrees on saturday oh 17 or 8 it's it's minus two today And it's snowing. You're going <laughs> to complain about 17 degrees? Oh, really? I forgot you got snow. Anyways, but Sunday, Sunday was like, it was 10 degrees and it was really, really windy. So it was kind of like five degrees. And, and so Ryan Stacy walks up to me at the, uh, walks up to me at the, uh, the stage and he's just about to shoot. And he goes, it's kind of cold. Eh? And I'm going, and here I am. My nose is running, you know, it's dripping. <laughs> And I'm going, nah, it's fine. <laughs> it's funny. It's yeah, for the first time since you know spring. Um, yeah, my nose was so cold that it was dripping. Anyways, it was lovely. I think yeah. Anyways. Winter's winter's coming. Oh, sh- oh yeah. I don't want to think about it. It's a sign of things to come. Mm-hmm. It was freaking cold though. It wasn't freaking cold. It was pretty cold, but it was it was what it is. Anyways, do you have a shout out? Oh yeah, it's all the guys at Chaz who uh, stuck around till the wee hours of the night to uh, help us tear down. Uh, we had oh, almost yeah. almost everyone uh, stuck around, and uh, it makes it a lot easier too because we, we set up and tear down day of. Um, okay. so it makes it challenging. We got five, sta- uh, six stages we managed. 
so it really helps when uh, when everyone sticks around, even when we get pretty late. <laughs> You're uh, Chaz. You guys at Chaz are really, really good about that. You all stick around. You all help each other out. So. Yeah, volunteering is one of the things. I was talking with some of the other uh, match directors, and getting volunteers was the biggest thing they had issues with. And uh, for whatever reason, we've had really good luck with uh, with the guys uh, helping out and volunteering. And uh, we've got we've got great volunteers. Yeah, yeah, you great do. support. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to actually say thank you to Peter Ray. Peter Ray is uh, with Mortex Canada. Put a shout out, not really a shout out. We just put out a, um, we were crowdsourcing for some product for Project Maple Seed. And Peter sent me a message and saying, hey, listen, you know what? Why don't you send me a message, let me know what you need, and we'll see what we can do. So Vortex Canada came on board. We were looking for a couple of um, uh, range finders uh, for uh, Project Maple Seed. Uh, we're going to be doing some uh things next year with respect to known distance and um, we did need a couple of range finders so peter he uh he helped us out and so did uh, vortex canada so i just wanted to say thank you very much uh to him awesome and that's my shadow all right patreon supporters we have 89 of them right now uh just to let you know that we did act monday you know adrian and i were the hardest working podcasters in canada right now so <laughs> We put out two shows this week, right, Adriel? Yes. Uh, for any of the uh, patrons, there's a, a YouTube video that's linked just for patrons yep. only uh, where you can watch the unboxing of the uh, Kodiak Defense and Wolverine Supplies uh, WK180C. Right. So that is our new content for uh, this week. Anyways, we're hoping to put out more in the next little while as well. Anybody who does become a Patreon supporter, uh, you actually get swag as well. You'll get patches, uh, also stickers, and you might even get a T-shirt in the mail as well. So, uh, just And if you uh, haven't, email us because yeah. uh, some of these things get lost. The, the mail lady is like, ah, that's too thick to put in the mail. And I just like don't listen to her and put them in the mail anyways. And almost all of them make it through. Because <laughs> the other option after this is to go to a parcel or something silly like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to I want to I want to do this on the cheap. So, and the reason why I want to do it on the cheap is so we can afford to mail it to um, right. all our all our patrons. Right. So, and that's exactly it. our patrons actually support us with being able to put out content. So, we wanted to say thank you with that as well. So, yeah. thank you. And I should, we yeah. should be able to get some new audio equipment as well. So, right, uh, people will be able to get some better equipment, and uh, right. yeah, make this the show easier to listen to. Right. And Trevor won't rage quit like he did last time. Mm. Anyways, just Hopefully. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, why don't we sign off? So uh, please join one of our uh, fire national firearms associations, such as the CCFR. Like really you should actually go and join them right now. So as soon as you're done listening to this, go and click on the CCFR webpage and buy a membership. Cause what you're doing is supporting you as gun owners, because right now there's some serious stuff being talked about as well. So go and do it. If you're in the Edmonton area, head out to the CCFR town hall. Uh, it's going to be happening September 13th. Right. So, and also go and check us out on Gunners Canada. Uh, we'd actually like to talk to people there. So if you do have any comments, just go to the thread there, uh, Slime Fire thread and just 
drop us a little note and we'll chat with you as well. Adriel and I both visit the page regularly and even Trevor will as well. So go and do it. Uh, like us on Facebook, we're at 100, or sorry, 1,967. Hey, that's getting pretty close to 2,000. Mm-hmm. Almost there. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need to have a celebration at 2,000. So if you haven't liked us already on Facebook, go and do it because I'd like to get 2,000 by the end of the year, please. Thank you. I'm just saying. All right. Adriel, in the slice. Later. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.